Hi there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Hello, and welcome in for episode 26 of the Motherhood Merged podcast. I'm your host, marketing and brand strategist, Erin Kraber. I know there are so many great podcast options out there right now, so thanks for choosing this one today. And I've got a really good topic today, one that I hope will be really helpful to you. Today I'm going to dive in a little bit on the power of Google and what it can do for your business. Now when I say Google, I'm sure you get a very clear picture in your mind of the search engine homepage. Google is one of the most powerful, if not the absolute most powerful search engine in the world. Have you ever found yourself typing something local into the search bar and wonder how all of those hotels, restaurants, retail stores, and more get their name to pop up first? Before you even finish typing nail salon into the search bar, Google is already offering up a dozen options nearby and reviews for another dozen fill the page. So what exactly does Google know that you don't? The obvious answer is, well, everything. But there are steps you need to take as a business owner to harness this power of Google and make it work for you and your business. Now, before I dive into that, I want to share a couple of key stats that I pulled from Google Think. Around 90% of the whole world population only look at the first page results from a basic Google search. The average business is found in 1,009 searches per month. Visibility on Google as a local business has never been more important for sustained growth and success. In fact, according to SEM Rush, it has been reported that 46% of all Google searches are looking for local information. Did you know that you have the power to control what shows up about your business, how often your business shows up, and so much more? You do, and as they say, with great power comes great responsibility. Today I'm going to take you through a brief training on the Google Business Platform. I'll share what it is and five reasons you need to step up your Google Business game right now. And if you haven't already set up your Google Business Profile, I'll even do a quick walkthrough of the steps. There are tons of great resources available on this topic, so I encourage you to check them out to really dive deeper. Your mission as a business owner is to make Google love you. The better your relationship is with Google, meaning the more information you feed it and the more frequently you pay attention to it, the better it will work for you. And your ultimate goal should be to land in the top spot every time someone in your area searches for your industry, your business name, or even a word in your name or the service you provide. It's not enough to be included in the search. You need to always be striving for that top spot. Because let's be honest here, if you aren't, that means one of your competitors is. Time to start with some basics. So what is a Google My Business page? Business profiles have replaced Google Places for business, Google Listings, and Google Plus business pages. 
Your business profile is a free tool that allows you to take charge of the way your business appears on both Google search and maps. When you set up your account, you are essentially claiming ownership of your business online and only you can provide the key information about your business from that point forward. The listing is free, but it should be regarded as necessary by all businesses. If your business is an online business and you don't have a physical shop, then you should still consider having a Google My Business page. Yes, you can have a profile if your business doesn't have a physical address as long as you make in-person contact with customers. Now that you know what Google My Business profile is, let's talk about why you need it. I can think of a lot of reasons why you need to make Google fall in love with you. I'll just start with my top five list today, but if I can't convince you to take the next steps and set up your profile immediately, I encourage you to dig in, you know, use the Google machine and get some more information. The number one and most obvious reason is that a Google business profile makes your business more visible. As the business owner, it's your job to ensure that customers can find information as easily and as quickly as possible. Google makes it easy by integrating multiple features into one place. Your business page can include where you're located, the hours you're open, who you serve, the services you provide, photos, reviews, and more, and it's all in one place. You don't have to send potential customers to your website because the key info will show up in the most basic of Google searches if you are doing it right. Reason number two that your Google profile is absolutely necessary is because creating your profile online improves your SEO. SEO stands for search engine optimization. And since Google is the most powerful search engine, the use of keywords in your profile and on your websites is critical in telling Google where to place you in searches. SEO is all about planning the keywords so Google can find them and pull your listings front and center. They actually don't have to be just words, but they can be phrases too. For example, if you own a nail salon, some of your SEO triggers or keywords might be the name of your salon, the city and state of your location, but also things like nail technician, pedicure, manicure, SNS dip powder, gel polish, and more. If you aren't sure what some keywords might be for your specific business, you can do a quick Google search yourself. Type in one of your ideas into the search bar and see what shows up as suggested searches. There will typically be a list of three to five keywords that pop up underneath that. This tells you exactly what other people are actively searching that might also work for you. And the same can be done on Pinterest. Pinterest is another search engine, so type a few words into the search bar and see what pops up as recommended. There are a lot of great resources on SEO and SEO best practices. One of my favorite podcasts is Gold Digger by Jenna Kutcher, and she has several episodes that cover just this topic alone. SEMrush is another great resource and offers a paid service to not only teach you SEO strategies, but to also ensure your existing platforms leverage it fully. My third reason you need a Google business profile is that this platform is the easiest way to leverage reviews. According to Google, 90% of people read reviews before purchasing. I know it feels risky to allow ratings and reviews, but it's necessary. You want to encourage your customers to become raving fans and to use Google to share their experiences with others. 
Just like when I ask you to rate, review, and share this podcast to help it grow, you need to be doing the same on a daily basis with your business. Customers are already using Google or Google Maps to find you, so it's critical that those positive comments are visible inside of your business profile. When you collect a review, you can interact with the individual on your profile. If they left a positive review, you can say thanks and then pull their exact words to use on social media or as a testimonial on your website. Now, if they left something less than desirable, and it happens sometimes, you can interact with their posts to get more information and to ensure potential customers in the future that the issue is being addressed. Again, the more you interact with your online Google business account, the higher Google is going to rank you because they see that you're invested in your profile. The fourth reason to claim your listing with Google Business is for the insights. Google My Business can help you gain insights into your business that you can't get through other platforms, and it can help you make some strategic decisions. These insights include the number of views on your profile, photos, and posts, the different search queries where people are using to find your business, so it will rank some keywords for you, the profile of your audience, including things like age groups and gender, and the number of website clicks, phone calls, and direction queries. Even if you already have the Google Analytics tool connected to your website, the more information, the better. Google Analytics works based on the visitors to your website, but the Google My Business tool starts collecting based on where you rank in search. Ideally, one leads to the other, but the insights will tell you exactly what action was taken by a customer or potential customer looking for service you provide in your area, regardless of whether or not they visited your actual URL. My fifth and final reason is the true no-brainer in all of this. It's free. The Google Business Profile is free to set up and use. It's possible you already have taken this step for your business because you knew it was important, even if you didn't exactly know what you were doing or why. But it's free, so why not, right? It will just take a few minutes of your time to create your business page. You'll need to know some basic information like your business name, address, but it's a very intuitive process, similar to setting up an iPhone. Once you set up your profile and it's verified, the amount of time and energy you spend on it beyond the initial setup is completely up to you. It's my hope that by the time you're done listening to this episode, you will not only want to set up your profile, but you'll make Google My Business a significant part of your marketing strategy. You'll spend a little bit of time with the SEO, securing reviews, and learning from the insights to really leverage this tool for maximum impact. Put your spare change to work with Acorns. Acorns is our favorite investment app because it's easy to use and makes smart investing decisions for us. All we have to do is get gas or make a Chick-fil-A stop. It takes less than five minutes to set up, and once you connect the Acorns app to the credit or debit card of your choice, the app will start rounding up the purchases you make. Then, Acorns takes that change and invests it for you in stocks or bonds to build the portfolio that meets your financial goals. We have been using Acorns for a while now and love watching our Acorns fund grow while we shop. Get started with $5 from Motherhood Merged. Visit aaronkraber.com forward slash podcast to learn more about building a quick and easy investment portfolio with Acorns. Now, the last thing I want to do in this episode is provide a really quick run through of the steps to set up your account. If you've already taken this step, it might be good to stay tuned for a quick refresher. 
there are a couple of common mistakes during the setup process, so I'll try to point those out along the way. Before you do this, it will require you to be logged in with your Google account. Be sure you see that icon in the right corner of your browser window to show that you're logged in before you start. Step one is to head to Google My Business's Create page at google.com forward slash business. Assuming you don't find a listing for your business, you can either click onto the pop-up, which should now have appeared, or use the Add Your Business to Google link. Step two, fill out your business name. Here's where you need to fill out the name of your business. You should be using your business's real-world name here, and it is important to be aware that unnecessarily using keywords within the name could get your listing suspended, so you definitely don't want to do that. For example, my favorite local nail salon in town is called Touch and Glow Nail Spa. So that's all they can use, not Touch Ampersand Glow and not Touch and Glow Nails Hoover. You really want to make sure that your business name is the same exact name you use every single time, no additional spaces or characters. Step three, choose the category that best fits your business. You now need to choose the main category that best represents your business. In most cases, you'll see a number of options pop up in the drop-down menu once you start typing, so choose the one that describes you the best. And don't worry if you feel that there's more than one that could be used. You'll be able to add more later in the process. Step four, decide whether or not to add a location. Here's where you'll choose whether or not you want to list a physical storefront that the public can visit and have it show on Google Maps. If you have a physical location, a brick and mortar store, this should be an easy yes and yes. If you're mostly an online service provider, you may want to say no for now or use your home address and elect not to be included in Google Maps. Step five is to add your address. Be sure to fill out your address in full. One of the nice features is that the description allows for language like next to or adjacent to and use other landmarks to help customers find you. It's best to use the street name and number first, but definitely consider adding some additional details that give a really good description of the area and how people will find you. Step six, review possible listings. At this stage, you may be asked to confirm whether one of a number of existing locations is your business in the event that a potential close match is found. If none of these are your business, you can just choose the option and proceed. Step seven is to select the areas that you serve. If your business or service extends outside of a specific brick and mortar location, you'll be able to choose the areas that you serve. So if you're a plumber that makes house calls in a specific area or a restaurant that delivers, you want to indicate that during this step. Step eight, add your contact information. Next up, you'll be able to add your phone number and website's URL. Neither is required, but again, the more you provide, the better results you will have with this tool. Step nine, opt-in to updates and recommendations. The final step in the process is the basic opt-in to the updates and recommendations from Google on your Google My Business page. It's totally optional, but they do share a lot of great information on a regular basis to help you maximize the tool. After that, you click finish and one last decision box will pop up. You have to verify your listing. You have two options to do this. You can either verify instantly by an automated phone call or by a postcard to your address. It usually takes up to four days, maybe a little bit longer right now. 
If you want to, you can choose to verify it later, but that means you can't fully manage it until you receive the verification code. That's the final step in the process. Once you input that code you receive back into your landing page, your Google My Business page is active and you have a login to your account dashboard. It will be tied to your Google account, so if you're like me and have multiple Google accounts, be sure to remember which one it's synced to for easy access. What you choose to do with your page is up to you. The very act of claiming your business on Google and Google Maps is a big step that will yield big results, even if you literally do nothing else. I do encourage you to check in on your profile on a regular basis. It's true that you can set it and forget it, but as a marketing strategist, I don't recommend that approach beyond the short term. Remember that your goal is to make Google fall in love with you and place you at the top of the listings for your area anytime someone is searching for anything close to what you have to offer. One really good demonstration of this whole concept, and I wish I would have thought of this earlier, is the movie Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's the sequel to the animated movie Wreck-It Ralph, but in this version, instead of landing inside a video game, the characters find themselves surfing the World Wide Web. My kids used to love these movies, so every time we watch, I kind of discover something new. Definitely big fans of both in our house for family movie nights. So anyway, there's the scene where Ralph and Vanellope land in this massive new place and they don't really know what they're looking for, so they land on the search bar. The animation on this part is total genius because it's a little bookworm type character and every time someone says something they're looking for, even just the start of a word, he jumps in trying to fill in the search with suggested words and phrases. That's SEO, so if you haven't seen this movie, the whole illustration of the World Wide Web and the power of search is right there in cartoon form. Highly recommend it. Now, you have two homework assignments after listening to today's episode. Enjoy Ralph Breaks the Internet for your next family movie night, and set up your Google My Business page. I gave you a brief overview of what it is and how to do it, along with my five reasons why it's important for your business marketing and growth strategy. And to review, those reasons are to increase visibility, improve your SEO or search engine optimization, leverage reviews, dive into key data insights, and finally, because it's free. And now you've reached the end, finally. This episode was a little more detailed and tactical, but that's because it's so important. Google is an amazing tool and its features are constantly evolving. Regardless of your type of business, where you are located, or how long you've been serving customers, Google My Business is a tool you'll want to leverage to grow your visibility starting today. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help the show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.